Hello, everybody. My name is Kimberly. And I'm Christopher, and this is Casey's Corner. Today, we bring you a harrowing tale of two lovebirds who have been through the ringer. Between beating the friend zone and surviving long distance to the trials that come with living with one another, these two lovebirds have defied the odds and made it to where they are today. All right, reel it in. We're skipping ahead a bit. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, so we met on a charter bus. That was fun. That was a good time. I was in eighth grade, Chris was in seventh grade, and um, I had a horrible frog in my throat for some reason. I don't even remember why, because I was fine during our performance. Maybe I just had too much fun in the park and was screaming around. I don't know. But anyways. I wouldn't be surprised if you were just screaming. Yeah, especially eighth grade. Like, I'm sure we were being those obnoxious The bangs were screaming. No, not bangs anymore. No bangs? No bangs in seventh grade. Nice try, Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. But no, that was post-bang. Bayang. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I needed a cough drop and I was yelling about, does anybody have a cough drop? <laughs> and <laughs> so <laughs> just like that, I mean, just like that, but yeah, somehow this dude found one. I think one of our friends had one and I was like, can you give me a cough drop? This girl screaming in the back. <laughs> Literally. We had no idea who one another was. This redhead's um, coughing. Everybody says I'm a redhead. I'm not a redhead. You are a redhead. I'm not a redhead. I'm looking at your red hair right now. I'm a mix. I got codependency but... going on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> that too, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, this dude thought he was hot stuff the next morning. Thought because he gave me a cough drop that we were instant BFFs because I got out of my car in the car line we and he was like BFFs. we were not instant bffs i thought you were such a weirdo and i was really concerned about where you got that cough drop but anyways you put it in he your saw mouth me get out of my car let me speak <laughs> and he was like hey kim <laughs> and i was like hi and that was it that was the only interaction we had until high school so like she said um, she was in um, eighth grade, so I would have been seventh grade, so she went, went to high school um, beforehand. But if you take anything from us first meeting as friends, take cough drops from strangers. Probably not all strangers, though, because drugs and... But it was it was how we met each other, and it led to exactly where we are today. So, so she would have had all of ninth grade um, by herself. I wasn't around to be her friend Annoying she me. was probably so sad no depressing probably a depressing time wasn't no, it i i made a lot no i made actually a lot of friends at that time i had like a whole different clique that i was in exactly but where are they at now yeah i have no, no idea i don't know who we don't want to we don't want to spill the tea on anybody else <laughs> i don't know you who know who about. i was friends with the band kids even though i was an orchestra kid i had friends in orchestra too but like i was Ooh. like in that clique Ooh. Yes, the I can't band say anything. I was in band. <laughs> um, literally, shut up, bro. You played like two instruments your eighth grade year. Whatever. I played. <laughs> Zero thoughts. Zero <laughs> thoughts. Anyway, so I would have came into high school um the next the year. year. Um, so we had chorus force together. Or was that the year with? No, we had, well, it was both. We had chorus and we had band together, but we became friends in chorus mm-hmm. um, because 
we both had a mutual friend, Michaela, not Michaela Maceris, sorry. But you get, she comes along later Michaela. in the story. Yeah, she goes along later in the story. But yeah, no, we had a mutual friend, Michaela. So Michaela sat with me because I was also a soprano. If you've never been in chorus before, you sit according to your voice part. So we were sopranos. The altos were on the other end. The tenors, which Chris was, were behind the altos. And then Not behind that year, though. Why? I was a bass that year. You were a bass that year? Mm-hmm. Why? Because they had so many tenors. Wow. Times really changed because my senior year, they had three tenors. It was a struggle. But anyways, um, did you just mute your mic <laughs> to cough? Yes, I had a cough. I didn't want the people to hear oh, it. Okay. Well, okay. For context, we filmed this in separate rooms on a Zoom recording. So I heard the cough like from the room, but it didn't come through the <laughs> mic. So I was so confused. Yes. Anyways, calling you out for your coughing. Um Okay, so that year, I guess you were a bass, but you didn't sit close to us. You still sat right over by the tenors, but we were getting off track. Um, so we became friends that year. Me and Michaela sat together and talked, obviously, and then Chris would come over and annoy us before class, after class, anytime we'd watch a movie. And then we used to do something called stand and chop. Sounds exactly like what it is. You would stand and then you would chop the person's back in front of you. And I hated being on the end because, I don't know, it was just awkward standing there while somebody was chopping at you. So Chris would come over and take one for the team I and did. come I be the front of our line I was the before hero. going back before going back uh, to his proper spot. Yeah, so that, that was how we really became friends. We weren't, even though he did not come to my Sweet 16 that year. I, sorry, the same Joan of Arc fair happened. Wow, you yeah, didn't use yourself to call? I did not. I'm keeping it real here, man. <laughs> I went That's to the St. Joan of Arc fair. It was a mistake. I, looking back on it now, there were I know, so many seriously, other days. There, I know, so, so many other candy. days of that. So many other days of that fair. And my C16 only happened once. And I gave you a candle and you weren't even there to accept. So I had to change it. I feel like you should have slowly given it to me. No, because my mom was like, you got to give one to Kay and like other people in my family. I was like, okay. Um, so I but I'll always that. know that I did have a candle. You had a can- would have had a candle. I had a candle my... ready for you and you ditched. Um, it's okay. Look at where we are now. We, maybe we wouldn't have even been together had you seen my sick dance moves oh, earlier in life. Oh, have because they would have made me sick. Ooh, anyway so we were together um we were friends for our um my freshman year then our sophomore year we did beauty and the beast together your sophomore year we did beauty that's, that's what i said my sophomore year you said our sophomore year mine played take my back. sophomore year <laughs> um we did that was beauty yeah well we we didn't like lose contact my junior year like that year because chris would like randomly facetime me while he was in band yeah i hated playing in band so yeah i was in band my sophomore year and i hated it because i didn't know what i was doing and the teacher didn't like teach you how to play like 
he, they only had one class, so it was a bunch of different levels of playing. Yeah, so, um, so they would just they would just go at it, and I'm like, I literally, I I don't know what I'm. Yeah, what's pro going. tip: if you're gonna go into band, do it in middle school because that's where you actually learn how to play. High Anything school, they, really? High school, they want you coming in like, like knowing everything because a lot, especially with our high school, everyone in there was basically in marching band. There were only a few people that weren't in marching band. So like the first half of the year, it was all marching band stuff. Like we were literally like they literally put the marching band music in front of us, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like marching band music is usually like fast, and I was on the clarinet, and I'd never played a woodwind instrument. Mm-hmm. I'd only played the viola, which is in a completely different clef so I it was really hard for me to read this stuff even though I had a little bit experience from chorus Mm -hmm. and you had to like blow into the instrument again I have a little bit of experience with like breath control from chorus but it's totally different when you're breathing into an instrument yeah there's a lot more that you have to do with instruments with like breath and everything like that but that's just a pro tip if you ever have kids who go and want to go into music Make them do it in middle school because high school is a whole new world. I, like, or just I, get them lessons. Yeah. You know, like I even played in middle school. And because I dropped out of marching band, like I came back after that summer, like ready to be in like concert band. And I was like, oh, what is happening? So, yeah. like, I was in band for two or three years and didn't play. I think you were in. I think you were in two years too. I think after your sophomore year, you quit too. Cause you literally did not play like a day. Yeah. yeah because that would have been junior year would have been my first year of doing acting. Yeah. 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 So that makes sense. So those were my electives, but anyway, so we, I would call her um, with one of her friends, Kyle during um, our band girl? period. <laughs> <laughs> um because he also didn't play. I don't know why, because he did know how to play. I know, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what happened there because he did marching band too. I'll have to ask him about that. But, but then, yeah, was I don't that know. wasn't that when he was doing pit? I don't know. I don't remember. Like wasn't he playing like I know, marimba? Because I know he played horn or something. Yeah, sort of he horn played horn. But I don't know. He might have I have, I have no, no idea. He might have switched over, and then because they had a separate class for people who did pit, which was weird. Yeah, I, I the only it. like separate class they had. So I've got nothing. Third. But we would call each other. Um, I'd call you her. No, you would call me. You would PHSE. bother me. No, I would not be on the way to PHS. On the way I'd from eating most of the time. All no, I'd be at home. The class. No, I would be at home because I would have to go in my room, and then my dad would be like, "Who are you talking to?" Like, no one, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so then we did Beauty and the Beast together, um, which that was, was fun. The spring musical, and yeah, that's when we connected again. I only danced in that show because before that point, it was like taboo to do the spring show because we had competitions at that time for dance so like you could do the fall show and that was like okay but the spring show um my dance teacher was like nah don't no just don't do it um Sarah said you can either cut your feet off or you can dance (laughs) no (laughs) no it wasn't like quite that dramatic but it was like we already had competition at that time and that's usually the time like especially January when you cannot miss rehearsals uh, for dance. And so to have them both going on at the same time without the teachers working together, the theater director and the dance teacher, like they do now, yeah, you would have so to be missing rehearsals 
for one or the other. Yeah. So Beauty and the Beast was the first time like the older kids, because I was in high school, the older kids got to do a show, like dance in a show. And then from there, um, they started working together more closely to let the little kids and the big kids do the shows. So then um, it wasn't taboo to do the, do the spring show anymore. It was okay because Pennington understood, our chorus director understood, like when you had to miss rehearsal for dance and they try to work around each other. You know, so maybe we'd come in on a Sunday for theater because he knew Saturday was for dance. Shout out to McKenna and Michaela for wanting to do shows. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I think that was more Michaela. Listen, I think the carpet scored McKenna for life. McKenna was a fabulous carpet. Oh, Shut she up. was. I'm not taking that away from her, but I do think it's Carter for life. Um, but yeah, so we started doing that show and we got a lot closer and we got to um, hang out um, a lot more. And then... We did um, the alumni show that summer. The alumni summer. show that summer, which was the first time, at least when I was there, that there was an alumni show. The only time besides when we left yeah, all, only time left high school. when I was there, too. Um. So, yeah. So, they did an alumni show. They did um, Carousel. And Kim was so gracious to show for me around because... So gracious. <laughs> I know. Literally, every day, I had to go pick him up. Yeah. And because take him to wherever we're going to get lunch and take him home. She loved it. No, I did not. I had to leave my cousin's graduation party early because of him. You had to get a ticket. That was not that. We just discussed that this morning. Oh, I know, that but was... I just bring that back up. That but was so we, so we reconnected them. Um, so then that would have been going into her senior year. Um, so for her senior year, she had never been like asked like homecoming or um oh, prom yeah. or anything like that. Um, yeah, my so... all my friends thought I was like asexual like <laughs> we are the we are the couple that nobody saw coming until everybody saw it coming yeah because a lot of my friends were like this this girl is literally never gonna date nobody like I just I was all school all the time and all dance and then all theater and whatever until I wasn't yeah so we um so I decided I knew at that point she was still kind of into Harry Potter um or like it was waning out because you had just read them, like, around that time, right? No, I read them for the first time. I know, a shame. My, the, around, like, Christmas of my junior year. But in my defense, it's because my aunt made us watch all of those freaking movies in a week when I was a kid. And I was a very hyperactive kid, so I didn't like to sit around. But she made us watch them all in a week so we can go see the last one in theaters. Mm-hmm. so like from that I was like scarred I'm like I hate this this is stupid and then I finally got convinced to read the books and I was like this is amazing yeah so, so it would have been yeah so that. it would have been like a, a year later months. yeah it would have been like a less than a year later um from that so um we had went bowling with all of our friends um and I said I was like oh I left something in the car um can I have your keys because she drove me there um, and I set everything up so I'd gotten like one of the, like a mini like stuffed animal of like Hedwig and like I did like a whole um you did like the Hogwarts uh, acceptance letter yeah. and like books and so I left it there so it was right around her birthday too right yeah because I thought present. it was a birthday present like if you watch the video there's a video on our social media or I think on, only on his but I have a picture of it up but I turned around and hugged him and I was like oh thank you because I thought it was for my birthday I didn't even and everyone was like open it literally everybody's like you stupid girl open it so I'd asked her to go to homecoming which was which was a lot of fun we it was the first time 
I think I only met. Did I only meet your mom then? Because I swear I didn't meet your family until after I that. Like, I don't think you met my family at all for that. I you met your mom. Because... I met your mom because Katie How'd went. Because she met us over at the garden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the botanical gardens. Yeah, so you met my mom for the first time. And I think that was, that might, no, Katie was. No, I know. Katie. Games with yeah. Us, so. Yeah, so um, we, during that time, we got a lot closer. We um started doing Christmas Carol right around that time. Would have been like auditions for that. Um, and like it was her senior year and she hadn't done like much of like the fun stuff of going like in high school going to games yeah, I didn't and go to the football games I didn't I didn't really do anything I did eagle games which was like our relay you know like against all the classes and stuff it was called eagle games I did that spring of my freshman year but I mean other than that yeah I did I wouldn't even really dress up for the the like dress, like up, dress up days for, for homecoming week homecoming and I or prom or like, I, and I was a stark contrast. I was um on the junior class, like, officer team. So, like, I was a class officer. Like, I was a part of all of that. Don't rub it in. So, I I really dragged her out to come to all that stuff, come to the football games. Because it was her senior year of high school. I was like, you're going to enjoy it. These are going to be the time And I actually like football. I yeah. didn't like it. I mean, I liked be- hanging out with my friends and stuff in the pictures and whatnot. But I... um. I actually like football, so I liked watching that part of it as well. Yeah, so we started, we hung out a lot. So, like, if you look at our social medias, it's like, oh, there's a picture of Kim and Chris, like, sporadically. And then, like, just that, that her beginning of this, her senior year, that first semester, it's just we were to always together. Um, we started hanging out with our friends more, um, like, outside of school and outside of rehearsals and stuff, so. And then I actually started doing theater. I yeah. That was my passion. I went in. I did Little Mermaid the fall of my freshman year, but like I said, it wasn't really okay to do the spring shows, so I didn't do any other shows until Beauty and the Beast, even though theater was like, musical theater was my passion, so when we were able to really connect on that, um, especially because I don't really have acting experience, Chris doesn't really have dance, so like that was kind of a, a help. I would make fun of him for that, he'd make fun of me for the acting, you know, like if you put us it's together, we would we would be we would one be good fantastic <laughs> together. <laughs> but... I'm hoping our kids just come out like the next Kristen Chenoweth is just gonna come out. <laughs> it's just gonna burst through. Like a But yeah, so we spent a lot more time together doing theater and stuff, and then that's when like feelings started to come up, and I was like, "Hmm." Yours came way sooner. Yeah, mine came up. That's why I asked her to homecoming and stuff, and I tried to push it away because I was like, "Oh, she'll never date me. She's never gonna date anyone. She's too focused on school." See, literally everybody. She'll never date me. She he kept lying about who he liked. He kept kept telling me it was like a different friends of ours or different people in our classes. Yeah, so I was like, no. oh, I was just, actually, Katie ratted you out. I think Katie ratted me out. Did you tell her that you were asking me to homecoming? No. Are you sure? I'm almost. Positive. Oh, maybe she just maybe she just speculated then, but she was like, "Don't be stupid. He's gonna ask you that paper." <laughs> what? Okay, we're just gonna call out the, call out names like that. You didn't tell Piper that you used no! her as a guy's? Oh, well, surprise. <laughs> it 
Okie dokie. We're going to move on. Okay. Now I'm She'll right laugh face. about it. My God. I'm sure her boyfriend will not block me instead of just unfollowing me on Instagram. Oh, no. Oh, my God. This was like almost five years ago and you did not actually <laughs> like her. Like, it's, it's okay, buddy. Um. Anyway, so um, we went to homecoming. It was fun. We were awkward, but it was fun. Oh, my God. We were so awkward. You know, like when they say, like, have room for Jesus. We <laughs> like had we had Jesus, the Holy Ghost. Jesus Mary, was Mary, her little partying. lamb. Jesus was partying in between us. Yeah, but it was it was funny. It was fun. So then we would have gotten to like the like deep into November. doing rehearsals for Christmas Carol and stuff. And I yeah, went we were away. together a lot. And that's when we started ha- like actually hanging out together. Yeah. I would say like before we would like go to the football games together, and I yeah. mean maybe afterwards we we went to the bowling alley like a couple times. Mm-hmm. But November is when we would start hanging out at our friend Kate's house. Yeah, all of us. Um, and then like the loft. A lot of times it would dwindle to just the three of us. <laughs> That's still the kind of <laughs> reoccurring theme. It's it starts Literally. out big and then it dwindles to me, Caitlin, and Kim um, nowadays. But so we started spending a lot more time together. And then I went away. Away at the end. Yeah, I went to New York at the last week of November for Thanksgiving, which I'd never been away from my family for Thanksgiving or anything like that, but I was going to see my grandma. Oh, what a schlep. I know. Everyone everyone was mad. Pennington was mad. Everyone was, was so Oh, because you missed rehearsals? Because he thought I didn't tell him, and I told him months ago, and he was like, Stupid! <laughs> yeah, well, you have to like, give him a reminder. My God. I did, like, two weeks before, and then he was like, oh. what? You yeah, the whole show! Yeah, that, that's his fault. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> so I was like, okay. You're the whole show! It was two days. I was missing two days, and I was the whole show for Christmas Carol, but a lot of the times, like Kim was, I were talking about the other day, I was off to the side while things were happening in the middle. Yeah, like I was Mrs. Fezziwig like, for fine. that, and if you don't know the show, there's like Mr. Fezziwig's annual Christmas ball. Um, so it's like one of the big numbers of the show, like six or seven minutes, like a lot going on, and like he's in that obviously, but for a good portion of it, him and the Ghost of Christmas Past are just standing off to the side while we're jellyfish jamming yeah so it was i had enough time to go off stage during one of the performances and put my mic back on that fell down like and it was just swinging at my feet so i wasn't in that i was i did not have time to do that (laughs) my husband in the show had to do that for me and i still don't know to this day if he saw my butt but it might be possible (laughs) (laughs) but so while we were on that trip we um facetimed you were on that trip i was was on that trip sorry (laughs) It's so hard thinking about going back to thinking about these times that we weren't like a we at that point because we've been together for so long now. It feels like that feels like that feels like such a long time ago. So like bringing these things back up, that's why I'm a little cloudy on some of it because so much has happened. My memory is so bad. (laughs) I know you wrote like what we were going to talk about for this, and I was like, "Uh, do I remember that? Did we do that? Like some of the things Uh, that probably. I hope so. If we didn't, I mean, sometimes it just really be like that. (laughs) But yeah, so um, I went away and we were FaceTiming each night, like way too late like we were Uh, literally i well because i'm really bad about saying like no to people or saying goodbye to people Mm -hmm. 
so like he would keep me up on the phone like he would always be the one to hang it up unless i was literally like falling asleep yeah there were times that like one of us fell asleep on the phone and like the other one would wake up and be like okay bye (laughs) okay bye um but we did that buddy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i came back the following monday because i came flew in on the monday um because it's cheaper after thanksgiving it's cheaper to fly in after Thanksgiving on the Monday. So I flew in on the Monday. My dad picked me up because I flew out of Orlando. So he brought me right to rehearsal because I was going to get in at like two o'clock and school was out at like 2.20. So Kim yeah. didn't have um, anything didn't have at the end of the day. I didn't have to drive him at that point. I did not have to drive him. Um, she didn't have anything at the end of the day. You were still driving me at that point. Well, I didn't have to drive you from Orlando. Well, not that day. I thought you were saying in general. Um, so oh, she yeah. was in... Well, I would drive you home. I didn't have to drive you. I didn't have to drive you there. No, Grace drove me to school at that point. Oh, in the morning? Yeah, because I didn't. And at, at night when we didn't have like rehearsals, she would take me home. Cause I didn't, oh, that's nice. I didn't get my car until February. Yeah, true. But, I didn't get my yeah. license until January. So, um, but anyway, so I pull into the thing. I get like I have like my suitcase and stuff out of the car because I came duffel in from... bag, bag of bagels in hand. So I came in, and so she gets out of because I texted her. I'm like, I'm here, and then I saw well, her. I car. watched you get there too. I could see you in my rearview mirror from my parking spot. So she, I text her that I'm here. She sees me. So she gets out of the car. I like drop my stuff. I know, and we start, literally, like, like what was this? It was like freaking Casablanca up in there. <laughs> If anyone, if you've ever seen um, Madagascar, Madagascar and it was Marty literally and Alex, and so we're like running towards each other, like we hadn't seen each other since the war. Like it was so dramatic. Literally, it was you could so tell drama. we had feelings for each other, but did not want to talk about it. <laughs> it was so a we, non-issue. <laughs> so we like start hugging, and we're outside, like a standing next to a car. And next thing you know, the window rolls down, and it's Miss Aaron, and she's like, "Hey guys, oh my God, that was and funny. Yeah, that the was my dance and we were like, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. Um, I didn't run. We I got run. out of my car and you were almost to my car. It was a run. It was a sprint, full on sprint. She doesn't run. remember the passion. No, it was not that much passion. But so we started doing. So right after that would have been shows when I've started. So that would have been like November, like twenty ninth, twenty eighth or twenty ninth. Shows were the shows were the next week. So we um, had candlelight so November thirtieth. Yes, we had candlelight November thirtieth. That was the and day this we got is, together. This is where it starts getting spicy. <laughs> so again, we're on a charter bus. Because that's it's how the freaking full charter circle, buses, man. <laughs> full circle. So we were driving there, and now all my friends knew I had feelings for Kim. Like we they had, had a, a whole chat. group chat without me, um, which I got added to that night, which was nice, or that day. Yeah. So we had like everyone knew I had feelings, but I was like, no, she doesn't like me. She doesn't like me. She doesn't want to be in a relationship with me. I don't, I don't like me. anybody. It's okay though. Um. So we were um driving to. Disney, right? Yeah, because Disney's yeah. Epcot's Candlelight Processional, which I had never done. I don't think you had ever I, done, I, either. done either. Yeah, he always. So for this, you have to audition if you're ever gonna do Candlelight. Your um like chorus has to audition, mm-hmm. and then they give you a day. And Pennington always preferred the um, Christmas, Christmas day. day because they would give you everybody four free tickets instead of two. Mm-hmm. Everybody that went, so he preferred that. Um, 
but we both are big family people and you know didn't want to leave our families I don't know why you didn't honestly though because you guys do like Christmas afternoon like brunch time you could have totally done brunch and then went I one year I was going to but my mom had just gone out of the hospital and I was on my way there and then I was like you know what I don't want to go and I texted him I was like I'm not going Oops. Like my fresh, like my freshman year, but it didn't matter to him. He didn't. We were in a big, like massive choir, so it wasn't taking. Yeah, away they from put us. Course, choirs together, so yeah, like, like three hundred of us. Yeah, it's not that so. big of a deal, but yeah, no, my family, we do, um, we do like our Christmas, like my little family together, we do Christmas in the morning, and then there's a couple hours in between, which works out for Chris and I now because during those couple hours in between, I go to his family. And then from there, I go to my family. It's usually at my Aunt Jen's house um, now. And so that's like for like one or two o'clock. So that would be right when they everybody was leaving. So I'd miss Christmas with my whole family. So I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Oh, why are we talking about Christmas? We were getting to the spice. Oh, well, it's, sometimes it just really be like that. I got to <laughs> anyway. give context. Here's anyway. my whole life. <laughs> anyway, so we were driving down there and like, I like, everyone was like just like make a move just do it it was literally like the scene of kiss the girl at um in little mermaid and our friend caitlin was sebastian with pretzels um but like i held her hand on the way there and i was like oh my god what am i doing and she was like oh my god i know he literally just like grabbed my hand i was like what a freaking weirdo he also gave me his so he had a button-down shirt and um like an undershirt because you had to wear like a white shirt and black pants or whatever so I don't know why you had the button down on but you had the button down on um and you gave that to me because it was freezing on that bus and yeah I didn't have a jacket so he gave me that and then yeah just like grabbed my hand I was like okay and that's how we so we were hanging out like in the park and like because we were doing usually so for that day we kind of got the shaft on it because we did two shows so yeah, usually, usually you do like you one do show what? and then get time in the park or you get time in the park and then go do the later show yeah but we had two shows back to back so we got no time in the park so we were kind of just like hanging out in the tents and stuff together um and we did the we did both performances nailed it got back on we the bus down we walked down the aisle together we did too. walk down I the remember aisle slowing down so we could walk down the aisle together. She loved Because you, me. it's a profe- it's a processional. We had to process yeah. up there. Also, that was the day we met Neil Patrick Harris. We did. And by meet Matt, Neil I mean Harris. we were in the same vicinity as, as he was reading the word of the Lord. <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> um, but we did the performance. We got back on the bus, and now everyone's tired. It's kind. Of, everything's like winding down. I'm so tired. We were I literally we were could not wait to grab my hand though. You psycho. I'm like I trying did. to take out my contacts so I can just like go to sleep. And he was like, <laughs> like trying to grab my hand. <laughs> so we made it like, I want to say like halfway through the bus. And like, so I was like, my friend, our friend Caitlin had pretzels. And I was like, Caitlin, I'm hungry. Give me some pretzels. And she's like, I'm not giving you pretzels until you kiss Kim. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, is this, it was literally During, like blackmail. Wait, no, 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 no. You're <laughs> skipping because before this before you were hungry and wanted the pretzels you just kept staring at me like a psychopath like a damn sociopath we don't have the rights but <laughs> literally like a psycho like i was, I was i kept looking over i'm like what are you looking at like what are you looking at the at? love of my life 
anyway <laughs> but yeah so she was like if you want a pretzel you gotta kiss the girl and, I was and at like, this mm. time we were playing staring game we were playing like the, the like don't blink game because yeah so I we were like like if you're gonna just keep staring at me i'm gonna beat you yeah so we were having a staring contest and yeah that one not the i lost <laughs> yeah and we <laughs> we kissed it was both of our first kiss <laughs> And so there was this girl that no oh one, like, my really, god, this no is one really knew her. And she was so, in our show. She was in, she our was show, in Christmas but, like, Carol, but she was in the ensemble. She was a freshman. Like nobody really at that like, point like knew her. We knew didn't know much. We knew of her, but I I don't want. She wasn't like, like in our kid, but she was in our friend group and stuff. So like we just knew of her, um, and did a show with her. And so Kim and I are in the seat kissing. Um, nine rows behind. Not nine rows behind. Like this. <laughs> nine rows behind. Both of our choir, old choir director, our current that choir director, and our old choir director. That literally makes me want to just like crawl out of my skin. Um, the fact that you did that to me. But the girl like stands up because she's sitting behind us, and she stands up, and she's like, "Oh my!" Like bringing <laughs> attention to it, and our friend Caitlin goes, points at her, and she's like, "You down? Sit down!" Yeah. Down, oh my god, it was so funny. Down. So we go. It was like the Chris Jenner organizing a scene. <laughs> Good. So we got off the bus. Kim was driving me home naturally because I wasn't driving at that. So oh my god, literally always. But she yeah, drop, so drops me just... off at home. And then he was like, "Okay, love you." And I was like, "Isn't this a little backwards?" He was like, "We're a little backwards." And I was like, "Okay, weirdo." Well, you're missing the best part. I was like, "Okay, so are we doing this?" That's how oh, I yeah. Her out. I was like, "I guess." <laughs> she said, "I guess," and I went. Inside. I was so anxious. I literally remember, <laughs> like, turning sideways in the bus seat, so I was as far away from him as I could be, and I had my arms up on the the two seats, the one in front of me and the one behind, and I was just like, "What do I do?" Because I literally was not even thinking in this capacity the last relationship i was in was in fifth grade if you would even call that a relationship it was not a relationship i know literally you know like but like that's how much experience i had and i am a very like anxious person with anything outside my wheelhouse and a relationship is just not inside my wheelhouse Mm -hmm. i mean i'm the worst at everything when it comes to relationship like flirting you know just connecting with people in that capacity like i'm the worst so that night also gave me a lot of anxiety um but it was a good time i forget what my point was with that but yeah so i had a lot of anxiety and i was just up on these seats then caitlin was like are you okay and i was like yeah (laughs) it's just like i don't know what to do here oh yes that's why i said i guess that was my explanation for why i said yeah because i don't know what to do here like yeah it was just kind of it just kind of happened for us like it wasn't it wasn't planned like it it's was not like just, he asked me out on a first date or anything like that came it just, after it just kind of happened but yeah so that was we finished high school out she graduated had a lot of fun times and stuff and nothing really changed besides the fact that we held hands and kissed on occasion oh, but we didn't even yeah, do that in was... public so like nothing no changed. i was not I'm, I'm still not a big pda person yeah. like or really a person with like feelings and all that yeah, stuff she doesn't like, have any feelings no it's not that i don't have feelings <laughs> i don't like articulating them yeah, but it kind of like that was the only part it was really just a title and the fact that we kissed on occasion <laughs> like yeah, it was, it was really 
Um, it was nothing really changed. I mean, it was then. like it was puppy dog love, though. Like, yeah. we celebrated the months and we did like nice things for each other. Like, he went yeah. to Starbucks early in the morning to get me a butterbeer frappuccino on Valentine's Day. Like, yeah, that was, was cute. Yeah, it was definitely the honeymoon phase. Like, everything was good. Oh, and we just a thousand weren't percent. thinking. We weren't thinking about the impending doom that was coming because. I mean, I thought of it a little bit, but that's why, too, because, I mean, we were friends of really good friends starting my senior year, a little bit before that, too, but really starting my senior year. And um, that was one of my big things. I was like, if I haven't gotten into a relationship now, I'm not going to get into one because Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have to move in a couple months. So what's the point? Yeah, at that point, she was, like, applying to all the IVs. Like, she was going out of state. Like, we didn't even think she was Yeah, I remember he – I remember telling him before we were dating – that I was thinking about just going to UF Mm. because it was in Florida I was like I don't know if I want to go out of state like that's a lot you know I'm a huge we both are we're both huge family people and so to be a plane ride away from my family instead of a drive I mean the two-hour drive was bad enough (laughs) so um I remember telling him that and he was like what are you serious oh my god like you're so excited I was because at some point, like in all all of this, I did tell her that I had feelings for her, and she kind of like shot it down because she was moving. Like she didn't want to get that into something. That was a couple months later, though. But yeah. But like in like the middle, like before we started dating, I told you how I felt. Yeah, it was after. Okay, well, I'm outing you. <laughs> after homecoming, like the day after homecoming, you were like, "It was such an." honor to be able to take you to homecoming and all this stuff and that was kind of feelings I think you might have said something before that I can't remember though because I feel like you had said something in that message like I know you don't have the same feelings as I do but this that or the other thing but I could be making that up but I know like after that night at Kate's you sent me a whole big long thing like with all of your feelings and I I yeah I basically said like I love you too as a friend because we had said i love you to each other as friends um but i'm, I'm just big on the i love you he really is he'll like he'll you meet tell you he'll meet you in three days later he's telling because me. some people don't get love some people's families I know, don't I'm not say saying that it's a bad and thing it just like that, hurts my nice. heart that, i mean that's nice i am the complete opposite i don't know why it could be <laughs> a little bit of nature and nurture but like i am not a very lovey-dovey person yeah. like that stuff is awkward to me so um but yeah that was just natural for us so i had said like i love you too but not in that capacity like i'm just not in a place to even be thinking about that kind of stuff which was awkward because a month later we started dating oops oops but that kind of we ended out college she graduated from high school and from her aa program from doing dual enrollment and then impending AP doom honors. came. Wait, what, what was it? AP scholar, dual enrollment graduate. Yeah. It took them like a, a little bit to announce my name at graduation. And him and my sister kept making fun of it. Yeah. Rude. But, so, I, even since then, they just always ragged on me. They still do just, to this day. It's just very, clicked. very lovely. <laughs> very nice. It's but very nice. High school was definitely that puppy dog, like, oh, I love you. I love you. We're going to be yeah. together forever. And like, no, I never was, said we'll be together forever. Know, like, I, didn't, just... I didn't think like that. I 
uh, yeah, I didn't think like that, but I was like new relationship, first relationship, first relationships. like yeah, like I yeah, I that was definitely more feelings than I had ever had in my whole life. So, <laughs> and then impending doom came, and move in day at UF came, Whoa. and that kind of changed everything for us. I'll let Kim Kim you talk about this a little more because you were the one that left, so it really yeah. changed a lot more for you. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, but everything changed. Like, I mean, this is a good experience for anybody. Anybody who's thinking about a long distance uh, relationship, or maybe is thinking of not doing a long distance relationship, you know, like breaking it off before you leave. Like, both sides of this are good for you to hear. But yeah, anyways, so I moved away from every single thing I knew. It was two hours away which wasn't horrible. I came back on every weekend, especially while Chris was in our hometown, because, you know, I could see everybody that mm-hmm. I wanted to see at that time. But yeah, it was hard. Like you go to only seeing somebody on the phone most of the time. And then um, like Chris isn't great at texting. Incredible. That was a big, that was a big contention point for us because that was the only connection we had for most of our time because too when I was going home I was with my family a lot of the times you know sometimes I would see him I would try to see him at least once in the weekend at least for a couple hours but that was all the interaction we were having so we went from having all this high school interaction of seeing each other every day in classes seeing each other for rehearsals when we had them going to his house like I would go to his house a lot of times before I had dance class or something like that so we were seeing each other every day for a couple hours to like once a week for a little while was very jarring and if, it, if like that you, if we got the once a week like sometimes it was just too busy exactly and um if you ever i mean if you've ever moved away from your family you understand how this feels with your family you go from living in the same house as them seeing them every day to only seeing them on occasion it's very um it's very rough and i lived alone um i lived in a one bedroom apartment so it's not even like i had anybody else to help me me through that like a peer to talk to or anything like that i did a couple things like i did dancing gators um and then i did i had a part-time job i got that like a month or so after i went but i definitely spiraled at that point um and i think that you know plus just the barrier that distance brings just took a heavy toll on our relationship yeah it was it was definitely not easy and this is a this might sound daunting to anyone that's ever thinking about like doing long distance, but I promise you, if you love that person, it is worth it. You will, if there's, we didn't know what the light of the end of the tunnel is. The light of the end of the tunnel that we thought it was going to be completely changed, like for us. What are and, you referring to? Like we thought we were both going to graduate and then we would figure it out there, but everything changed for us last year with the pandemic, which we'll get into a little, a little oh, later yeah, about right. it. But like yeah. our, like, plans were because we had that first year of her being away and kind of dealing with that then I moved away an hour and a half farther yeah so I, I was trying three to get hours him, away and I remember resenting the fact that you did that too at the time because yeah. I was trying to get you to the level of being able to go to UF or maybe going to Santa Fe which was also in Gainesville and then transferring into UF because then you would have been there and then even if we didn't live together, you know, it would have been the same thing. We'd go to one person's house or the other. It wouldn't have been a big deal. But then he moved to Jacksonville and it was 
basic I was basically the halfway point yeah you know so I either had to go to him or I had to go home or like he would go home or he would come meet me in Gainesville like and that was hard once that year passed it was even harder because then it wasn't that like for me I didn't have everybody in the same area at that point it was you got to pick and my family was very you know they wanted me home yeah and Chris didn't want to go home so it was like I had a pick yeah it was and that so that got even um rougher and we went through a phase that I went through like everything that she went through I thought I was going to be prepared for when I went away and it just hit me so much harder like thankfully for her she got into like a nice one bedroom apartment and like which is has its give and takes it's a double-edged sword of it, oh a thousand I, percent I thought it was so positive and then I got in there and I'm like oh this yeah place but my house my housing was terrible like I had terrible roommates oh, it just a terrible it was gross and it just spent me spiraling like it just made me made me do things that I didn't want to do like and just sent me through something and we wound up breaking up and it happened we were broken up for a month in 2018 and I'm surprised you remember able. the dates and everything. I do not. I remember, I remember it, was, it was in November because we broke up. It was on November 1st and we got to back together on like our three year anniversary November or two 30th. year anniversary. So yeah, you showed up at my apartment. It scared the bejeebas out of me because nobody yeah. visited me. But we got back. We got back together. I'm thankful for it. And we had the time, the time apart from each other, like actually being apart from each other, not just living apart, made us, I think, realize how much we cared for one another because and... it was it seemed almost like at least to me it seemed like a long time coming it seemed like before everything happened well. yeah it seemed that was just a straw that broke the camel's back essentially yeah like yes both of our needs were not being met in this relationship a lot of that had to do with long distance some of it had to do with me some of it had to do with him like um it was just hard and yeah like you said I think that time apart made us realize like okay I actually do love this person what do I need to do to make it work and I mean I like I gave him a list I'm a very like type a like here's what I need or here's what whatever and we just worked on it yeah and Um, and we've had moments that it didn't work so like I moved thankfully I got out of that like nasty living situation and my sister moved up here and we got this beautiful apartment we're sitting um, in it right now. <laughs> so it was really, really nice. And but we still had our issues. But like right before we still had the issues of not seeing each other enough because then both of our lives just got so busy. Like My things got better is just for a me. Rough time, especially yeah. to be long distance, because like you were working a part-time job, I was working a part-time job. You did um you theater. did two So yeah, so he did a, a theater company. I I worked my way up to co-president of that um, that dance company I was in, and I did a couple other like clubs and stuff like that. And I was a stickler for my work, so yeah. that is what always came first. So it was hard for us to take time for one another because at that point, at least we were both driving. And I don't even remember what happened. Like before we broke up, did you come up once a week? Was that it, or did no, I? No, that wasn't. You were coming to me more. I was coming to um, you a lot. Yeah, you were coming to me a lot. And it was very one-sided. And I realized it, but it was very one-sided. We broke up and then we tried to work on it a little more in 2019. And right before the pandemic. So I would say like from the August of the pandemic. Yeah, I would say on, fall. Oh. Fall no, 2019. Fall the, yeah, I would say fall semester 2019. I 
Um, I remember this because I got a new apartment. I uh, upgraded to a new apartment. It was gorgeous. A lot of natural light. I'm a very like natural light focused person. And my other apartment had none. So I think that helps with my mental health a lot. But um, anyways, that's how I remember that time. That was the time when we started doing one and one. So I would, before I would come, I don't even remember what night because it all depended on when my classes were. But I would usually come one night after classes or after work or something like that. And then we would do dinner, hang out. um, And then I would leave early the next morning. Like I would leave at, I would wake up at like 6 or 6.30 and then go back. Because I usually had a morning shift at work, which started at 9. Yeah. So, and that like fall 2019 on, we had it to a science. Like I would leave at like four in the morning. Oh my God. It was ridiculous. The time that he would leave, but Jacksonville traffic is so bad. But we just had it down. It was working. Yeah. He would come on Tuesdays. He would come Tuesdays, leave Wednesdays. I would come Wednesdays, leave Thursdays. So we were seeing each other Tuesday to Thursday. And then a lot of times we make weekend plans together. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Or like I was coming home more often on the weekends and stuff, especially having my sister here and stuff. We went home a lot more. So we had it down to this, down to a science. Things were great. And then bam, we got hit with the pandemic. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, for the first couple of weeks, it was fine. Like the first couple of weeks, everybody was figuring out, what this pandemic was (laughs) yeah what is pandemic what is miss rona because we both went remote for work and well my office didn't necessarily but my parents were i remember i was driving back one of those thursdays actually i had done a tuesday shift these this was when i was working all day tuesday all day thursday so wednesdays i had blanks so that week i had went to you the tuesday night and I was there all day Wednesday and I was driving back on the Thursday and they were like, I don't think you should go to work. Like, do mm-hmm. not go to work. Basically, we don't know what's going on. Your health is more important. All this stuff. And I felt terrible because it was yeah. literally that morning and I had to text my bosses and be like, I can't come into work. Like, this is a pandemic and we don't know what's happening. Um, still feel terrible <laughs> for that for, to this day. I was arguing my parents tooth and nail, like, no, let me at least work this day. And they were like, nope, no. not worth it. They were like, we'll pay whatever we got to pay or whatever. Cause I was like, if I lose my job, I lose my discount, like all this different stuff. So, um, yeah. So at that point I got to come up here a lot more and we, cause we were able to travel freely. And then after a couple weeks, Florida was like, no travel. Yeah, they they were can, like, you can only like drive unless you're go. You can only drive if you're going to like work or you're going like something like, essential. Grocery store, yeah. So I couldn't take the highways home. I couldn't go back and forth. So we didn't see each other for like what, like six weeks? It was like six weeks, and it was a rough six weeks. Like oh, it, it was, was so just, bad. Well, because everybody's we were, mental health was down the drain. We were all on edge and stuff, and like. Kim and I got into one of our biggest fights and she was like I don't even think we're compatible anymore and like I just like I just got upset and my sister was like the two of you need to figure out like so we she made us make like powerpoint presentations basically did she make us make powerpoints or we just had to write down our thoughts and I made the powerpoint no we both made power she didn't she said whatever you if you want to write it down if you want to make a powerpoint like you need to give your wants, your future, blah, 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 blah. I still have that presentation. (laughs) And we had to put it to find out if this was going to work anymore. Um, And it wasn't that either we were just unhappy with the situation. Like everything was so good. And then it just became so not good. 
And it was the same issue again. It was the communication was falling through and then you're not seeing any, you don't, you're not seeing the other person at all, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not like, like, um, it reminds me of like military spouses and partners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When you're not seeing that person at all, um, that's why those are so hard yet you see, you know, these people come together a lot. But I feel like for that, at least for me, I would be like my partner serving in the military or I'm serving in the military. There's a higher purpose for this separation. Yeah, there was, there there was, was, was no a higher purpose, purpose for this separation, <laughs> kind of, sort of. It felt unfair. It felt rushed. And it, it, it didn't necessarily feel like a higher purpose in the moment because mm-hmm. I was just sitting at home, like living my life. You know, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. So it was hard. Um, like I said the communication wasn't great yeah so we did the presentations and found out we were still compatible we still wanted the same we're still kind of sort of yeah like (laughs) nobody's ever 100% compatible like if you ever do something like this and I do recommend you do something like absolutely like we are I think it saved us pivotal (laughs) for sure but we're at a very pivotal age and this podcast is aimed for people you know at a very pivotal age so if you're thinking about doing whatever you're thinking about doing your part with your partner whether you're thinking about having children getting married moving in together i mean even just continuing and not um wasting each other's time if you don't think that mm-hmm. you're going to get married one day if mm-hmm. that's a waste of time to you obviously if it's not you know live your life but uh for us we're both of us are very like old school, like date to get married and yeah. do that kind of thing. So that is the um, headspace we are coming from. Uh, so I definitely recommend something like this, um, looking at both what you want out of a relationship and what you want for you. Like I outlined a couple different things that were about me and I, that yeah, I we need still don't know goals, to this day. Like... Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you need goals outside of your relationship. Um, and you need to talk about the serious things like um, finances, legalities, anything like that, because a lot of times those don't line up. Like those don't line up for us. I mean, you're starting to see it more and more nowadays. Like I think you're starting to see where I come from more nowadays, but they didn't line up. Like I had said something about a prenup and you got very offended in the beginning when I said that. Yeah, I did because it felt like I was like, you think I'm going to come for your money? Like, I don't want your money. Like, and that's what exactly. it felt like. But I, I but understand it now. Nowadays, like, I, I don't care anymore. Like, y'all can keep your money. There's a <laughs> <laughs> Not even, and that's not even it. It's just everything. I think if you have ever watched Jane the Virgin, this has stuck out in my mind from watching that show. They said a prenup was like an insurance policy. It's something you make when the weather's sunny. So if the weather ever turns into a hurricane or something, you're, you know, you're fine. You're covered. Yeah. Um, because I think the hotel actually got hit by a hurricane or something like that. They didn't mm-hmm. have insurance, you know, in the show. So I think that was the best way that I can explain the reasonings for like a prenup or something like that. Um, and yeah, he didn't agree with me for a long time. Um, she also brought this up when I was like 17 years old though like it got brought and you were like 18 or 19. no I think it was like 17 and stuff it was like year two of our relationship and I was like it just got brought up it does because I started sense, learning yeah. and I was I've anyone can who's known me for this last like seven years have 
notice <laughs> I've grown so much in oh, the yeah. last seven years. Oh, yeah, I feel like years. we all like, have. This is a, definitely do, a pivotal but, like, time. I but definitely, yes, like, have grown have up definitely. Yeah. a lot and realized a lot of stuff, and that's why. So, like, things like that, I was, like, as a 17, 18-year-old, I was, like, what? You don't you trust think me? She is? Like, like, you don't, yeah. like, what? You don't, I guess you don't love me. You gotta go jump <laughs> off a bridge now. Like, I know. I was literally, like, <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> don't be so, but I definitely, I definitely understand it now and stuff, and it's just gonna make, if things were, which I don't, I don't foresee things going south with us, but if they, you if we know. were to get married, you never know. It'll just make everything so much easier in the end because exactly. everything is just, it's all in writing. It's like, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like, so this is what we're doing and we had already agreed to it. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Um, no fighting, no whatever, you know, just have a love thought about it. But yeah, yeah, so things like that are definitely huge to talk about with your partner. Um, especially way before you're considering marriage and stuff we haven't even been we haven't even been considering marriage and i just brought it up because that's something that and those and those are things i think you should bring up but when someone's like when you're like 17 18 those are things you don't have to think about start thinking about those things on a less pivotal scale oh for sure i mean unless you're thinking about getting married at 18 or something like that i wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say that. Or if you if you already know how you feel about it. Like, I already knew how I felt about it. Like, point blank in the period. Like, I knew my mind wasn't going to really change on that one. Um, yeah, so at but, that point, like, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up at that point. But there were also external factors that had me bring it up at that point. Yeah, and there's things that we were raised completely differently. Oh, I a didn't thousand know, percent. At that point, I didn't even know your circum- like circumstances, the circumstances that made you bring that up. I really wasn't aware of that. We didn't talk about those things and stuff. So it kind of just like, I was like, what money is she even talking about? Like her bright futures that she gets? Not even my, and I was, and I was talking about my, I was talking about my future. You know, I don't, I don't even know now what the future holds for me, but in that case, I don't want it to be any discrepancy on anything. Like, And what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be that serious. Like, the word prenup doesn't need to be thrown around when you're 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah, again, and things like that. Unless you have unless you have time. family money and you know you got family money and you know your mama gonna be like, get a prenup like you're from signing that girl. A prenup like, or, or like I said, if you're gonna get married around that age, like it, it's time to it's time to be thinking about stuff like that. And it's not just prenup, it's anything. It could be the bank accounts that you guys use like do you do a completely joint do you do joint and separate like what whatever you want to do there um kids if you haven't talked about kids thankfully both of us knew i think even when we were friends like we both knew we wanted kids someday but that could be a heavy point of contention we've seen it before yeah it's a heavy point of contention between people and it's just um i think like with covid we've really seen a lot like there are certain issues like your health that people get very set in their opinions on Mm -hmm. so like those kinds of things like the kids you know like the finances people can get very set on you know depending on who you are you need to get those out of the way before um you know before bigger things come like for us it was moving in together like that Mm -hmm. was a huge step for us so Anyways, after that long tangent, <laughs> yeah, about, so, have, just, just talk to your partner about important things before you continue on um, 
going together without being compatible. But yes, in our discussion, we were pretty compatible, especially on those kinds of things. Or one of us could see the other's reasoning, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of compromise to that without being too much. Yeah, so we had that conversation and then we um, decided to move in together. We weren't going to move in for a few months because, but I'd asked her if she would move in with me and we decided that that's what she knew. She probably wasn't going back to her apartment anyway. Like, you have said, no, I already moved out at that point. I had think. you already done a lease takeover? Or I was close point? to it. I don't know because I don't remember exactly when that conversation was. We but had it I... like May. Okay, so it was before it was before I decided I had moved out, but I had already decided I was moving out of my apartment in Gainesville because I had gone home for the pandemic. I don't think we said that, but I went home for the pandemic um, to be with family, and then yeah, we were just paying rent on an apartment that that was empty. You know, the the pandemic didn't seem like it was going to be over anytime soon, and I didn't want to be away from my family. You know, it's still not over, but um. But yeah, we just didn't know it was happening. So I didn't need the apartment. Um, all my fall classes were online. That's what we were waiting for. That was my last semester of college. Once I got all those online and squared away, we decided to exnay the apartment. So um, at that point, I didn't have anywhere in Gainesville to go, nor was I really like, I was like, I don't really need to go live in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to stay at my parents' house until my sister moved out because that was her senior year and then leading into her freshman year of college. So I wanted to have that time with her. And then, yeah, after that, once we decided it was really going to be either that or probably get my own apartment in Jacksonville, which I had still considered. But at that point, it was economical. <laughs> it was, it would have just been ridiculous. Like there was. I just like my own space. Even now, sometimes I find myself craving that space. And it's not because I don't love you or I don't love Victoria or anybody, but I was so used to being alone at that point. Like I said, my mental health was at an all-time high when I got that new apartment in Gainesville and I had all that ripped away from me. So I was really missing that ability to sing songs from waitress and bake cookies and not feel anybody's judgment around me because nobody was in my apartment or yeah but the the problem with that is we were trying to build a life together and that was not going to aid that was just going to put a divide no i understand like we were never we're never going to be people that live in two different houses and raise children and but on the other hand we never had besides when we were in the beginning of our relationship and that was us living at our parents house we never had that time where we were in the same area but lived separately you know so we never got to take that step that like half not step many of pe- living not in many the same people area. take that step that is not a big a lot like of that. people do move in together though but they were dating in the same area you know like two people living in tampa and then they decide to move in together or like a lot of the times it was like if a lot of the people we saw like did the dorms for like a year or something like that where you can't live with the same person but that was just because they were doing one of the experience of the dorms like had they moved into apartment most of the people we know would have moved in together and stuff right from it maybe i just thought it was it was going from not seeing each other at all to seeing each other all the time being on top of each other which was fine it was a huge adjustment for Mm -hmm. sure I mean, it's still an adjustment, you know, we don't see eye to eye on everything as far as living in a house together goes, Um, but everything's a compromise in a relationship, really. 
Yeah, and we've seen like so move now we're moving into the like moving in together with each other. I got got kicked out of school. Um, I got fired. Oh, I had to get a new, in there. I had to get a new <laughs> job and stuff. So, and I just got back into a bachelor's program. I had said it in like our first um episode of this, but um we had to move in. We moved didn't have to. We chose to move in together, and and like I our, said, it was more economical. Our fights have turned into you don't love me. You you don't make That's time for me. Stupid though, I know. <laughs> to really you don't clean up the bathroom. Like oh my god, them. literally, literally the other day he was like, "You haven't done anything in three weeks." I'm like, "It hasn't been three weeks. It hasn't even been two yet." <laughs> <laughs> like our problems have gotten become so minute, but we do still have some of those problems. Some of the I mean, there's still and there's like, still problems. Yeah. Yeah. Like we live in the same house, but we're both already so busy that it feels like we're just roommates. Sometimes I was like, the other day I was like, I feel like I don't even live with my girlfriend. I just live with some girl. And like, but our problems have become so small in comparison to what they were and stuff. So we've gotten used, not gotten used to. There's still things that we have issues with, but things that we can, (laughs) things that we can deal with and stuff. And now we're moving back to our hometown, moving back towards our parents. We're get, renting a house from my dad. Um, so we're going to have our own house. Like, and this will oh, be the first time just the two of us living in a together. a house, yeah. We got a pool. We have everything. A two-bedroom house. It's really nice. So it's really exciting. And we're kind of just on the move. Like, it's just, everything is just, we're making career decisions. And, like, we're making, and now we're making these decisions together. Yeah, and like things... I said, it, this is a very pivotal time in our lives. And, you know, when you're doing it with somebody, you, you need to have all of your goals communicated. And, you know, you need to make sure your your stuff aligns because these are going to be big things that shape your future. You know, if he decided he wanted to be a bum, mm-hmm. like that would shape my future because then I would have to be the breadwinner for my family and, you know, yeah. take care of them or something. And that would have to be something I decided that you that were okay with. okay with yeah it's not like somebody who gets into a relationship e- even like right now like I'm I'm just out of college um but even like right now or a couple years in you kind of know where somebody stands you know mm-hmm. you can see them in their current career and you can see what they're doing with us it's like I don't know what I want to do like mm-hmm. <laughs> even me who's at, been out of college I'm like I don't know what I want to do like yeah so it it's definitely if you haven't learned anything from the past hour or so of us talking. We've been through every phase. We went from high school sweethearts to long distance to broken up for a hot minute to we have done it all. And at the end of the day, what brought us back together each time through all of those triumphs and through all of the successes is that we loved each other and that we knew that this was the person that we wanted to be with and that you can none of us we haven't really made it to like our deal breakers like we haven't like nothing has been a deal breaker there have been points that we felt like we were there and then we were able to have conversations and see where the other person was coming from work on it like it's not going to be all rainbows and sunshine those first six months of us being together were lovely but it wasn't reality it hasn't it was... been a, yeah and it hasn't been the same since like and no. you have to learn to You have to learn to live with that too. I struggled with that a lot, especially when I moved away because I thought it was just the relationship. I didn't think it was, you know, you're moving out of the honeymoon phase. You're going to do that with anybody. 
Yep. Um, I thought it was, you know, the circumstance I was in. So I was frustrated with that. Like, why don't you, it felt like, why don't you love me anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, because you used to do all this very nice stuff for me and now you won't even come see me in Gainesville or something like that. Yeah. So it was the long distance, put a strain on that too. But yeah, just remember the honeymoon phase is just a phase. You're going to have to learn to love somebody and our love is different, but it's still, you know, it's still love and it's still strong. Love yeah. conquers all, <laughs> maybe not all, but you could always work it out with somebody too. Like if you really want to be in there fighting, you could be in there fighting. You know, there are, there are situations where you got to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there are situations that are not worth it, but we haven't gotten yeah. to the situation. Yeah, and you need to know that you it. need to know that for yourself. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we're still a work in progress. I feel like everybody's a work in progress. We're their always whole lives. You're always, exactly. always exactly. There are things I don't like that he does. There are things that I do that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and things are going to constantly be changing. There's going to be going into a house together. There's going to be going from dating to being engaged to being married. There's always going to be some constant change that's happening. And then when you have kids, every day is changing when you have kids (laughs) (laughs) and everything like that. But if you can take anything from it, it's roll with the punches. If you love that person, like you can make it work, have an open line of communication, listen to each other. And if it's, it's not working out, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Then that's... And that's okay to just, like, we decided to get back together and work on ourselves. But that was hard. And that was a lot. That was a big investment on both of us. And, I mean, even in that time, I would say both of our needs from that conversation were not met. Mm -hmm. But enough happened, you know, and we gave each other enough grace to, you know, still continue to work together. And in some situations, it's not going to be like that. You're going to have a list of a couple things that you're going to want hundred percent met. And if they're not met, you're out and that's entirely fine. That's up to you. You have mm-hmm. to be confident in yourself, confident enough in yourself to make that decision, whatever way you decide to go. So with that, that is us. If you have any questions on anything relationship, please DM us on our Instagram or message us on our Facebook or anything. Um, because like Chris said before, like we have a lot, a lot of different experiences in this. We check a lot of the boxes. (laughs) Exactly. And we're only 22 and 20. So, um, we're more than happy to share, especially because like nobody taught us this stuff. Like I said, I had so much anxiety when we got together, like almost crippling anxiety because I didn't know what to do here. Nobody ever taught me about that. (laughs) Nobody ever talked to me about that, you know? So... If, I mean, if we could be that person, I would love to be that person, you know, whether Absolutely. you're ready to go long distance, whether you've never been in a relationship before, um, or you just don't know if this is right for you, anything. We are here for you. Yep. Absolutely. So I think we have talked enough in your guys' ears today. We definitely. Literally. So sorry for the length <laughs> of this, but that's almost five years of history. Well, longer because of eighth grade, but yeah, uh, so. that's like. With friendship years. added, it's almost, almost, we're almost on 10 years of knowing each other Jesus. and things like that. So. Still can't um, get rid of you, huh? <laughs> so normally we would have something else we have like a game or something like that but we've talked enough in your ears or a question or something so next i think next time we, or next time we have a very exciting game to play i'm very excited to play yeah it. so next time maybe we'll start with the game maybe you'll get two games and less of us talking just a game <laughs> show we're <laughs> at the game of games casey's game of games 
So um, we appreciate listening to us. Like um, like Kim said, if we you have any questions about your relationship, if you need advice, if you or need if you're anything, not in a relationship and, and you have questions <laughs> about being in a relationship, yeah, because I literally had no idea until my yeah. senior year. I didn't know what was going on, like or what mm-hmm. would be going on, like nothing absolutely nothing if you met to the any if you've met either of us everything is kept in confidence we're very trustworthy like we ain't gonna be blabbing about you i mean unless you are okay with it being on the podcast and yeah exactly so but if you're not you know just let us know and we will talk to you in confidence yep absolutely we're here for you guys and we appreciate you guys being here for us we wouldn't be where we are today without our support systems a thousand percent so i want to thank everyone that's been there along the ride from the beginning for us like we appreciate you all and we appreciate you all listening that's all i have today you got anything else for us kim no i think we i think we pretty much did it all (laughs) all righty all right guys we will see you next week thank you so much for listening into casey's corner bye